We have all felt it at some point. The tightening of the stomach, the feeling of crushing dread when someone pulls away, the rush of anxiety, of wanting to reach out, to get closer, to solidify that which lies on shaky ground, or that sharp stab of rejection, followed swiftly by retaliation. You hurt me, so I must hurt you, when in actuality what we most mean is the opposite. I am hurting, don't pull away. I want to be held by you. And then there is the opposite side of the spectrum. The fear of being engulfed, the sense of overwhelm, the terror of drowning, of the loss of self in the face of the other's asks. The concern that if I stay I will lose my bearings, lose the ground underneath which I stand. And so the walls come up and we make our exit. Fast. And so we dance around these poles. One person fears the loss of connection, the other the loss of self. Proximity and distance. Or to use Stan Tadkin's terms, islands and waves. When connection feels more than we can bear, some of us pull away, becoming islands, seeking safety in increasing distance. Others become waves, crashing on the island's shores, seeking safety in solidifying connection. And so goes the dance of coming close and going away, revealing the fragility of intimacy, that which we most seek, that which we most fear. Hello, my name is Netra Samarvikrama. My name is Yuri Zaitsev. This is The Listening Lab. This is episode two of Empathy in the Middle of Conflict, where the argument from the last episode continues to unfold. If you have not yet listened to the first episode, we recommend that you pause now and go listen to that first. In the last episode, my character got mad at Nathra. Through Nathra's careful listening, reflecting, and providing empathy, she was able to connect to me through the anger. It turned out that I was just needing some time alone and was feeling very overwhelmed by Nathra's outward emotions and plans and everything that she was wanting to do. Now, it is the following day, and Nathra is still feeling upset for my outburst yesterday. Let's jump into it. Hey, how's it going? Um, thanks for giving me some time off yesterday. I, I, I feel loads better. I don't know what came over me. How are you doing? You had some URA time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm feeling so refreshed. It was, um, th- th- thanks for doing that. You're welcome. Uh, you're being quiet. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad you feel better. I'm really glad. Um, I'm not feeling so good. Oh no. That was intense for me. Can I tell you what, what my side of things were? Because that's bubbled up inside me over the course of the time you took to calm down. Uh yeah yeah sure sure absolutely what's 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 going on. I don't know. It was, you were so emphatic, you know, about like wanting to go away, but also it just sounded like you really, like it was like you so wanted to get away from me. And, and I get it, but it hurt. Can I just uh, tell you what I'm hearing? Because I, I want to make sure I, I hear this right, because I want to understand you and where yeah. you're coming from. 
you you're feeling hurt because I I just exploded at you yesterday and I thought today would be a little bit better but something happened over the course of last night that it's you're not feeling better I feel better but you're not yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it was just that like then I was able to hear you right because I like mustered up everything I had inside myself to just like be present to you because I could see that you were in distress, right? But it's just like, as I sat with everything you said, and it was not just what you said, but it was how you said it. Like you were so emphatic, you're just like, Netra, I'm done. I'm. I need out. Like, I need to get away, right? And then you make these like big gestures, right? And it's like when I hear that, the thing that I come up with is just like, he doesn't want to be with me. We're on a trip together. This is like our time together. We're on vacation, you know, and I'm like so excited to see this new city and do all these things, right? And I just want to get like swept up with the excitement and energy. And it's like, you don't want to be around that. So you were feeling really excited to go do everything. And um, yeah, yesterday I was not having it. And the when i when i exploded at you it was it was scary because i was waving my arms around mm-hmm. acting all crazy and i kind of was um you're feeling that i don't want to be there with you because i kind of said as much yep and that really hurts you because it's just like you know it it feels so painful because when you when you pull away, you know, so many things happen. One is that I just have this sense that I like, you don't care about me and that I don't matter. And that, that scares me. Hearing that actually makes me feel really, really sad. But I hear you, that you, you think that, that you don't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, because, and, and then, you know, it's just like, I know we've talked about this before, and I, like I know I'm bringing up something from the past, but like it just reminds me of that time when, like when we started dating, right? And like we were getting close, and we were hanging out, right? And then suddenly you just took off on like a three-week hiking trip without letting me know, right? And and I was just like left hanging, and it's that same feeling I get now, right? And I didn't know if you'd come back and I didn't know if we would continue to even see each other. And when I hear you be so emphatic about wanting to get away, like that's the place I go. Oh no, so, yeah, I, w- I was so silly then. When the, the last time I did this, you were, you were so hurt and now you're afraid that every single time if I need to leave and have, you know, Yuri time to myself that I'm just going to go away and that it's all about yeah. me and that I don't care about you at all. Yeah, and that's it. That's thank you for saying that. That's like, yeah, it's not about yesterday. My reaction was like fear about what happened before. And I feel sad because, you know, like our connection means a lot to me and I don't want to lose it. Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. You don't want to lose any of the connection that we've built up over the years. And every single time I just run away and explode, it feels like it's not ever going to come back. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I'm scared of, right? And, like, I get it, you know, sometimes I can be, like, really, really enthusiastic. 
and and I know that sometimes that can feel a bit much for you. Can can I tell you what's coming up for me? Because yeah. I I am I'm honestly so sad hearing you say all these things because I go away because I always feel so overwhelmed. But you know I I say this not to scare you, but I don't know. There there's something about it. Yesterday it something came over me and I just had this feeling of being so overwhelmed and not knowing what to do that I just needed to go and disconnect. And it was the thing is, is like I. I do that because I want to be there for you better. And I don't want to be this slumpy old grouch just throughout the day and kind of, you know, suffer through that. Ah, can you say more? Like, what happens to you? This is... It's not an accu- I'm like, I just really want to know, you know? I'm not, I'm not angry now. I'm just curious. Every time I feel like I go away, I feel like I recharge and feel more of myself. And so then, and I feel whenever I'm myself, I get to go and hang out together. And that's the thing. When you said that you're afraid that we that we lose connection, like what makes me really sad is because to me, doing that makes me feel as though we're actually better connected the next day. Right. However, I, I also just now realized the reason I'm sad is I didn't realize that whenever I went away, that that was actually so hurtful to you because I was just... Like, it feels as though now I'm, like, very selfish. I I just realized how selfish I've been without that. I'm doing this for me, but I realized I've been wanting to actually have it so that we can be better together. Wow, I had no idea. I mean, I know you said you need a lot of space in general, but I had no idea that a part of taking space is that you can kind of be more present when we are together. Like, that actually feels really reassuring to hear. Because that means you do care? No, of course, of course I care. No, I care very deeply. And that's the thing. And that's why I want to go do all of these things. But I, but now I just realized that every single time I go away, how damaging it is. And I'm afraid that, you know, I can't actually get to where I've been doing because I've just actually been ignoring what you've been wanting to do. And now I, I don't even know how to, you know, manage that because I, I don't want to just lose myself and and kind of get swept up at the moment and do everything that, you know, you, I know you get, you know, very excited about everything. And I want to be there for all of that, but I also want to be there in the right way. And I just realized, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Can I kind of recap what you just said? Yeah. So it's like, you do want to do all these things with me, but there's like some feeling at some point that you get that if you get really swept up, that you might actually like lose yourself and lose like I don't know the sense of I don't know independence or like choice maybe is that is that kind of that it you know I I do feel really independent and, and and I like being in control of myself but at the same time I like it when you get excited about things and I like the things that we do uh-huh. and I care about all like how we are together when we do that but I feel like whenever I do that for too long. I feel like I lose a piece of myself and I just don't know how to say no to you until it's too late. Huh. So you have a hard time saying no to me? Yeah, I think so. Does it feel like I'm demanding things from you a lot? 
it it doesn't start that way it, but it ends up feeling like that <laughs> right it feels but that's the thing at, at first when whenever you get excited i get excited too but then it, i don't know i i feel like i get swept up by it and then all of a sudden all of the things that i get excited by are scary and demanding and i feel like i just need to run away but i also want to make sure that i give you the space to be excited because i realized all of these things are very very important to you the things are important it's you that's important the things are just a way to hang out you know oh i didn't realize yeah and that's why it hurts right when you say no i'm not hearing it as a no to the things we want to do i'm hearing it as a no to me which i know is not really true but that's what i take it to mean what comes up for you hearing all of this because i didn't realize that you just wanted to be together with me or like i knew that but i thought you wanted to just go see coffee shops and do all these excited things and that's what i i i get so you know confused and lost from that <laughs> yeah no it's not the seven museums i mean a part of why i do that and i do think i pull you along it's like when i get scared that you are pulling away my response to that is to like get closer and to do more and to see more things together the thing that's sort of coming up for me hearing what you're saying is that it's almost like this there's some sweet spot that like we haven't kind of come to right where you can feel not overwhelmed and i can feel like our connection isn't breaking i don't quite know how to get there does that make sense i didn't realize something what every single time you get excited it sounds like you want to you get more excited to do more things with me because that those are that's when i pull away and whenever i yes that's when you start getting yes. more excited i didn't realize that before yes i thought that's it. i thought you were just demanding more and more of my time i didn't realize it's that you were just trying to no i'm scared save our relationship yeah that's what it feels like oh cuz i almost lost you you know i feel like we both want the same thing but whenever whenever that excitement happens and whenever i feel overwhelmed i just feel like i need to run away but the thing is that you do matter to me and i i will come back you really have a question like how can i make it easier for you to tell me when you're overwhelmed and easier for you to say no to me you know it's funny because even just hearing that question makes it easy hearing that question just makes me realize that you actually care about what i want in my feelings almost and so of course i do you're just being curious about them like that that makes me feel better and actually more connected because now i actually feel seen yeah i guess i've also been so focused on my fear of losing you that i haven't actually thought so much about what your needs are and like what your limits are also i've been so selfish with my own needs and the more you get excited and the more you want to preserve the connection the more i you know turn myself i want to be more open with you and when you ask those sorts of questions it makes it easier for me to just tell you what's on my mind rather than like run away with them mm-hmm. but the thing is i don't i don't want that to be a reaction to every single time that you get excited so i'm just wondering if there's anything that i can do earlier or better so that you know i'm not just exploding at you or that you have to be checking in on me every time yeah i appreciate that you asked that i think if you let me know hey i just need space and 
it's not because of you. Like if I just hear you say that piece and if I have some reassurance that you will come back, then you can take all the space you need. I'm cool with that. And if I have a sense that when you're with me, you're with me, you know, I think that's the other piece that's really important because sometimes I feel like we're together and you're like, not quite there. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And that's the thing is that I, I, I want to be there and I can feel myself turning away periodically, but that's a thing. I do care. And I will come back and I'll just tell you when I come back more and I'll tell you what's coming up because I just realized that I'm usually so closed off about it. Um, but I and, and I want you to be a part of my life and I don't want to, it to feel as though you're on the periphery somewhere that's not important. Oh my God, that feels so good to hear. I don't want to be on the periphery. I mean, I want to be right there at the center. <laughs> but, yeah. That's a wrap. Welcome back from the role play. This time around, there was a completely different interaction between Nathra and me. In the last episode, empathy was flowing one way, but in this episode, it was flowing both ways. It starts one way, but it, then it shifted into us taking turns and actually being curious about each other. At first, I wanted to really understand the impact that my actions had on Nathra. Not defend them, not explain, but just understand. Near the middle of the roleplay, the full scope of what Nathra was experiencing finally dawned on me. And once that happened, I could check in with myself and think, did I like that Nathra was experiencing that, or do I dislike that? I was sad about it, of course, because both of our intentions was to connect and make sure that the other person knew that they mattered. But our actions were totally misaligned. And that is really when the conversation turned away from us opposing each other, but to us being on the same side, trying to figure out how to have a better time together. From my side of the conversation, there were several things that worked. Yuri didn't try to explain or justify his actions. He sounded alarmed when he saw that I was upset, and yet he focused on listening and acknowledging the impact our exchanges had had on me. The thing that felt really good was that he both heard me for how I had experienced our interaction and that he took responsibility. So the first major shift in the conversation happened when I had the sense that he really got me. And this came not so much when he repeated my words back to me, which were important, but when I saw that he was moved by them, when he told me that he was feeling sad. The second turning point came for me when Yuri shared with me some of his reasons for pulling away. I had seen him do this so many times before, and I had taken it to mean that he didn't care. It hurt because I got the impression that I don't matter to him, but I had no idea that a part of it was that he needed to feel more anchored in himself so that he could come back to me and be more present when he returned. So when I heard that even though he withdrew, it was in part to preserve our connections, that was when I melted, because I realized that I did matter after all. Yet another aha moment hit when I heard that Yuri had a hard time saying no to me, and that this was why he felt so overwhelmed by my enthusiasm and energy. So what was really at stake was not about the museums or coffee shops, or even how much time we spent together, but a question of mattering and boundaries. I was unsure of my mattering as a result of Yuri's pulling away. 
I also didn't make it easy for him to take space because when I saw that he was getting a little islandy, I became like a wave seeking more attention. And yet something beautiful happened in the conversation. We started at opposite ends and slowly began to share with each other what we had not said before. This way each person was able to see a part of the story that they hadn't seen before. This reframed and changed each of our interpretations that had led to that dynamic of pushing and pulling. Significantly, it was vulnerability rather than defensiveness that brought about connection. So towards the end, we began collaborating to understand what each person needed, which was not the same. I became open to helping Yuri maintain his boundaries, even though it was scary for me. And he began to affirm my mattering, even though I imagined this felt vulnerable because he was afraid to lose himself by letting me into his world. Both of us started to realize that connection and selfhood do not have to come at the cost of each other. Intimacy, it turns out, needed both. That's the end of this series on empathy and conflict and the tension that happens when islands and waves dance around each other. Thanks. You can find the Listening Lab at www.listenuplab.com and join the newsletter to keep track of all of our free and paid events and find more content like this. You can also find the Listening Lab on social media, on Facebook at Listening for All, on Instagram at listening.lab and Twitter at the Listening Lab.